You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Coming up next hour, Jim Root on college basketball. We'll do a little uh, nickel or dime lightning bets. And we do have to check in on some futures with some values still out there. Who's going to lead the NFL in sacks? Is there a bet to still make? So that's all coming up as the show goes along. And if there's any breaking news in the NFL, any more breaking news in terms of COVID issues, especially at the quarterback position, we will bring that to you. Uh, as of last check, the uh, Browns-Raiders game on Fandle is still uh, off the board. Not the same off the board as we do uh, early in the show, but <laughs> off the board. You can't, God, you can't I hope bet not. right now. No. That was, no, no. That was insane. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, but, uh, no, these it, lines are going to move. As the week goes along, lines are going to move. There's no question about it. Um, and, and every time we get a new positive here, it's just – I already saw people saying, are the Browns going to play that game Saturday? Joe, you said it a few minutes ago. Are the Browns going to play it? I, I'd be surprised if the NFL moves the game. All right, we'll, we'll talk more about this right now, though. Eric Eager of Pro Football Focus is joining us on the Roman guest line to talk all things NFL as we head to week 15. Eric, I guess we'll start with the biggest story, unfortunately, for the NFL. COVID cases ramping up again. 75 players over the past couple of days. Now Baker Mayfield. Um, we, could, we could stick with that one and the Browns. Do you think there's a, a much of a difference? Uh, Mayfield, Case Keenum, let's say they play this game Saturday and they're able to field a team. Do you think there's a big difference if it's Case Keenum versus Mayfield? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like, I think it's probably, I mean, point and a half. But, you know, the, the thing is, is like in the NFL, like if this game's at three right now, it's going to take a lot to get off of three. Um, Mm-hmm. And, you know, the last time Keenan played, you know, the Browns did a pretty good job of sort of managing him and helping him manage the offense. Um, the, the number moved like the three and a half points based upon, like, I think, you know, down roster situations as well as Stefanski. Um, I don't think Keenum, or sorry, I don't think Baker Mayfield, you know, is going to be all that much different than Keenum given, you know, the roster is already pretty depleted. Eric, I know you do the majority of your betting earlier. Most people that have an idea what they're doing in the NFL, that's how they approach it. Uh, They bet earlier on in the week before they lose uh, their numbers. Are you changing your approach in week 15, or would you make that suggestion with some people? Uh, Maybe it's better to have all of the information since now. I mean, just coming into today, we were at 70 players, and we know by the end of the day it's going to be even more on the COVID list. Yeah, it's a good question. I think, like, and closing line value in the NFL has not been predictive of winning this year uh, for a lot of the reasons uh, that you said. Um, 
it's, so it's a tricky one. Like, for example, like I bet the Vegas Raiders plus six and a half early. Um, I'm, I'm liking that number, assuming the game's played on that day. Um, what I what I would advise, though, is just like some of these movements are just too big, right? So uh, I think, for example, when Dak Prescott, and this wasn't COVID-related, but when Dak Prescott went from the starter to the to not starting against Minnesota, that thing moved from two and a half on Dallas' side all the way to four on Minnesota's side. And obviously Dallas wins that game outright. The both two of the Colt McCoy in place of Kyra Murray game ended that way as well. And I think it's important to, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, placing these bets, you want to think about, okay, if, if absolute chaos happens, what's going to happen to the line, right? In, in Raiders Browns, if absolute chaos happens, and it's and it's on the side of the Raiders. Like the Browns aren't going to be favored by much more than like what ten, right? Even against the depleted Raiders team. Whereas if chaos happens on the Brown side, you're getting a good number, you know, uh, and increasingly so. So just thinking about like the asymmetries. If you are betting early, and I still think betting early obviously is a big deal. It's just that the randomness inherent in what you're betting. The the market's not necessarily moving your way or against you because you have bad process. It's literally the random stuff that happened that you had no clue was going to happen. So you do have to be careful. But but in approaching these, I think you have to just think, okay, if absolute chaos happens, which line move is going to be bigger? Eric, we did our NFL power rankings earlier in the show. I'm curious, who would you put as as the top team in the NFL right now? Yep, and I'm in line with the market here. I have the Chiefs at about eight points better than the average team on a neutral field. Uh, they've faced the ninth hardest schedule to date. Um, and I have Tampa Bay about seven and a half points better than the average team on a neutral field. They've faced the 12th hardest schedule to date. So those would be my top two teams. Green Bay would be third. Eric, your thoughts on the game Thursday. Tomorrow night, Chiefs at the Chargers. We know what happened last time they played. Chargers won that game. Chiefs had a bunch of turnovers. It's a different Chiefs team now. Their defense is far better. Uh, how do you see this matchup uh, heading into the game tomorrow night? That's a good question. I, I, you know, one of the things I do like in this game um, is it's under the every single Chiefs game, other than a game played against the Raiders, has gone under this year uh, since week mm-hmm. I believe five. Um, and, and the Chiefs have given up exactly nine points in the last three games. The game, you know, Chargers Chiefs at Arrowhead went under fifty four and a half. Um, at the time, it's numbers now 52. I know it's being played indoors. I know the Chiefs, you know, sort of, you know, scored 48 last week. But I think both teams are going to try the exact same approach against these big-armed quarterbacks, which is going to be make the other team run the ball, make the team be efficient underneath. And I think, like, even though both of these quarterbacks are great, both of these offenses have great potential, I think we're going to be surprised at how slow the game's going to play. So I like under. Uh, if I had to choose a side, I would pick Kansas City. I just think they're a lot better at coach, and I still think, despite how great Herbert's been this year, I think they're a little bit better at quarterback. With Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, this is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. Don't mean to make it an all-Chiefs show, but uh, for those that don't know, Eric is a big Chiefs fan. So, I mean, I think this question is, is yeah, it is kind of related uh, to your squad, Eric. What I'm having a tough time doing right now is I, I don't want to go too far on the defense's that are playing well but if you know we look at the last month like epa per play defensively after everyone was laughing at kansas city for the first half of the year how pathetic their defense was now they're being viewed 
as a top three. That's what the numbers tell us. Uh, Dallas, with all the turnovers they create on the defensive end. Are you having a tough time, whether it's power rankings-wise or just making your bets week to week, not overreacting to teams playing good defense right now since we know it's uh, much more about the offense? Yeah, that's a great question, Joe. I mean, I think that one of the things you can do in your betting, I think a lot of people use season-level stats, right? And, and the Chiefs are sort of this enigma where they're sixth in points allowed, even with all the stuff that happened early in the year. But they're one of the worst teams in yards per play allowed um, if you use the whole year. Um, so one of the things you can do is obviously you don't want to dismiss what happened early in the year, but you can exponentially weigh it. So, like, last week's game is going to get the biggest weight. The, the uh, penultimate week is going to get a little bit smaller of a weight. And then week, you know, week 16 of 2020 is going to get a very small weight, right? And, and doing it that way I think really helps. It helps sort of quantify what some people would call momentum, but what we just sort of call like what's actually happening right now. Um, but it also doesn't dismiss the fact that like if the Chiefs were outlier bad the way that they were in the first five to six weeks of the year, it'll, it'll still account for that a little bit. Also, you know, the fact is with Kansas City, like you have to have some sort of player level model because, you know, early in the year they just weren't playing the good players. And now they're playing the good players, <laughs> Willie Gay, Juan Thornhill, uh, Melvin Ingram, uh, huge additions to the team that weren't starting for the team early in the year. And then Chris Jones playing defensive tackle instead of playing defensive end. Now, chances are he's not playing Thursday. But, you know, it, it, part of it's also to consider the players who are playing on the team um, because that, in the Chiefs' case, it, it's been somewhat scheme, but it's also been the fact that they're just replacing guys like Daniel Sorensen with guys like Juan Thornhill more often. You mentioned you have the Packers as your number three team. I keep wondering when Aaron Rodgers' toe is going to be an issue. So far, it doesn't seem like it's translated to the field on Sundays, but I'm curious, are you concerned about that at all? I think you have to be. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks probably in league history uh, of throwing while on the move. And, you know, if he can't, I mean, we saw the last year that he – uh, you know, 2018 was his last kind of bad year, and, you know, that year he injured his knee in the first week of the year. He came back and won that game uh, against Joe's Bears, but then, uh, you know, kind of struggled the rest of the year with, you know, movement and stuff like that. So, you know, Rodgers hasn't really been the reason the Packers have been great this year. It's been kind of a total team effort. It's been uh, Matt LaFleur being wonderful. But, yeah, if, if it were to start to hurt him a little bit, especially in the playoffs against a team like Tampa, who – we saw last year put a lot of pressure on him in the in the NFC title game. That I think it could have a marginal effect. So yeah, it, it's something to monitor for sure, and it's not going to get better. Um, you know, playing on a bad toe, it's just something that's pain tolerance from here on out. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Becky All Daily. Eric, we discussed yesterday the odds right now for the Defensive Player of the Year and where our thought on uh, who might win that award. Miles Garrett is the favorite slightly over Micah Parsons, who went from basically 30 to 1 to 25 to 1 to boom, right up there near the top after his performance last week. Uh, for you right now, who is the defensive player of the year in the NFL? Uh, I think it's Micah Parsons. The the crazy thing is, you know, Miles Garrett's been wonderful. You know, there's not really a bad thing you can say about him. But there are other defensive ends who are and edge players who are kind of similar. You know, Max Crosby's had a great year. Obviously, T.J. Watts had a uh, a wonderful year. There have been guys who have popped up, and so like you can actually make an argument that Miles Garrett might not even be the best defensive end in football by margin. Whereas when you look at like, you know, our wins of a replacement metric, for example, like Micah Parsons is the most valuable linebacker in the NFL by a country mile this year. And so, you know, he's taken that defense. You look, you know, the Browns defense would probably still be pretty good without Miles Garrett. I think the Dallas Cowboys defense uh, would be one of the worst in the NFL if they didn't have Micah Parsons. So I think for my money, I think it's Parsons. And I think you're still making a pretty good bet if you take him at that plus price here. Eric, we hit on KC, uh, the L.A. Chargers, Vegas, Cleveland game. Any other games uh, that really stand out as intriguing or sides, totals you really like? Yeah, there are actually two games in the 4 o'clock slate that had humongous leverage. And, uh, you know, a couple games that I'm, I'm looking at here, Cincinnati at Denver, total on that game 44, it was 43 and a half. I'll, still, I'll take that thing probably up to 45. Um, you know, I think the Bengals will move, move the ball really well there. I think the uh, – Denver with Teddy Bridgewater has the potential, especially given how good their running game's been. So I like the over in that game, but that game's humongous leverage. PFF.com, we have a, an article about how much each game means to each team. Uh, that one's huge. And then a sneaky one, one that we did not expect for this to be the case even a month ago, below the, the early in the season, the Atlanta Falcons catching 9.5 at, at San Francisco. If the Falcons win the game, they become a coin flip to make the playoffs which is outrageous given their point differential. Um, and, and if San Francisco loses, like they're tied with Atlanta without a tiebreaker there. Um, I like the over in that game as well. You could also convince me maybe if I'm feeling uh, a little uh, you know, uh, sick, I'll take a little bit of Atlanta too. <laughs> uh, Shanahan revenge the... game. <laughs> between the uh, Vikings – 
Washington, Eagles. Who do you like or trust to take that last wild card spot? I trust no one, by the way. So, like, the, the trust is maybe the wrong word I would use here. It's interesting. Right now, we make the favorite for that last spot, Philadelphia at 32%, Washington at 31%, Minnesota at 26%, uh, New Orleans 20%, and then Atlanta at 17%. So, uh, as you can see, it's just a, it's, it's a blank sandwich right there uh, with all those teams. And I, <laughs> I, do think, I do think Philly probably has the easiest path there. Eric, are you surprised at the number in the Colts-Patriots game? It's up to two and a half. The Colts as the favorite over New England. Both teams off their bye. What do you make of that? I think it's an example of how smart the markets are. Like, the Patriots are a very good team. I think they're very well constructed. Mac Jones has been good, not great. Um, But he's been the best of all the college quarterbacks that have come into the league this year by a wide margin. So I think the Patriots are a little bit overrated in the minds of many. The Colts... Play at home, very solid team, great head coach in Frank Reich, and a quarterback in Carson Wentz, who's actually played, I think, fantastic football this year. Um, So, to me, I I think it's a very good number. Um, You also have a lot of injuries to to New England um, and, you know, relatively few uh, on Indianapolis. So, I think it's a good number. That being said, uh, at two and a half, you probably should tease Patriots out to eight and a half, given the total is 45. Eric, Monday night, Minnesota, Chicago. Loser gets fired right after the game. <laughs> uh, let's put it this way: if Mike Zimmer hasn't been fired already, he's not getting fired, uh, no matter what happens. I mean, laid off to Detroit uh, and and almost blew like a thirty point lead to the P- Pittsburgh Steelers. So I think Zimmer is safe, and unfortunately for you, Joe, I think uh, Nagy is safe the rest of the year. I, that's going to be interesting. We only have a minute left, but uh, I wonder if we're going to change things. Some of these owners are going to change their approach because you can have those interviews the last two weeks of the year. I, yes, I agree with that. But I think um, – I don't know if that changes whether guys get fired right away. I just think they'll openly inter- – yeah. like, Nagy knows he's gone. I just think they'll openly interview somebody for his spot, which I, I agree <laughs> with you will be awkward. Yeah, that is awkward. Eric, we always appreciate you hopping on. That was Eric Eager on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Coming up next, we're looking at NFL player totals, futures. Who's going to lead the NFL in sacks? Is there still a bet to be made there? That is up next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford, BetQL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.